0: Hello all, just going to start out today by sharing a review I have from Big Fan 12441 This podcast is incredible. Thank you so much for sharing your talents with the world and being an inspiration. We definitely all need more confidence and this topic helps in literally every realm of life. I can't wait to hear more and continue to get inside and tips from you. Keep up the amazing work. Yay. Thank you so much, big fan 12441. You don't know how much this means to me. So if you have not left a review and you are enjoying the show, please take a moment to leave a review. If you open up the podcast, click on the three dots on the top right, go to show. Once you hit go to show, you can scroll down, find the five stars and leave a review as well. Just below that under write a review. I would greatly appreciate it. This is how I know that you're enjoying the podcast and that you're enjoying the free content that comes out each week. It also helps me be found by other people who are looking for content that is similar, that are looking for confidence and tips on mindset. I completely appreciate you. Thanks so much for taking three to five minutes of your time maybe even less to drop down leave me a quick review in apple podcast it is way more helpful than you know are your big dreams sitting on the shelf collecting dust do you second guess yourself or question how you would handle it if you tried and it didn't work out listen What is the cost of not going for it? Welcome to the Crazy Confidence Coach Podcast. My name is Heather Edwards. I'm a master certified life coach. If you've been looking for a blueprint for how to stop being a paralyzed perfectionist, this is for you. I'll share how to uncover what is keeping you from doing what you really want to do, bridging the gap between who you are and who you want to be. We will tackle how to use mind management to get rid of negative thinking, procrastination, and anxiety. Along the way, I'll sprinkle in a little inspiration to keep you motivated. One thing is for sure you will come away more confident and ready to do whatever you put your mind to. Let's do this. Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 10 of the Crazy Confidence Coach Podcast. Today, we're talking about. Why it matters when you complain and how complaining impacts confidence, health, and your relationships. Are you a chronic complainer? Do you look for what's wrong in all things instead of noticing what's right? Do you strive for such high standards that nothing is ever good enough? Do you struggle to find the good in a situation because you're too busy finding all the reasons it's bad? If this is you, this is your episode. We're going to explore how complaining hurts your confidence, your health, and your ability to make and keep meaningful relationships. Let's take a deeper look. Complaining is not a friend of confidence. Confident people tend to believe that they can overcome obstacles and often have a high sense of self-esteem, which stems from their belief in self. A belief in self requires the belief that you have some influence on your results. You believe you can do it. Generally, confident individuals have a positive outlook on life. Please notice I did not say confident people are always positive. Even confident people will complain from time to time. However, they usually have a purpose and an end in mind when they complain. When a person complains over and over without a goal for the complaining, they are rewiring their brain in a way that makes more complaining very likely. Over time, they are simply more negative overall. Most of the time, a chronic complainer is unhappy, not satisfied, and finds the negative rather than the positive in any given situation. What's most disturbing is how much a chronic complainer will impact the people in a room of individuals he or she is complaining to. Research shows that the person who is complaining is impacted physically, and so are the people listening in. Here's the great news you can be just as impacted by the positive person who walks into the room. So it pays in dividends to surround yourself with people who aren't chronic complainers. Complaining. Is bad for your health. Research from Stanford University shows that complaining shrinks the hippocampus. You might be asking yourself, what is the hippocampus and why should I care? The hippocampus is a small but mighty place in your brain that has several functions like forming new memories, learning, and emotional regulation. In addition to playing a role in emotional processing, it kind of acts like Amazon. It sorts and packages your short term memories and delivers them into long term memory storage. So, in short, complaining for extended periods of time shrinks your brain. I'm not sure about you, but I need all the brain I can keep. (laughs) Science on the hippocampus is fascinating as it shows complaining impacts both the person complaining and the person being complained to. On top of shrinking your brain, Complaining can increase your cortisol. Cortisol in small amounts is useful. It's used as a defense mechanism by heightening our body functions so we can literally be prepared for fight or flight when we sense danger. It becomes problematic when there's too much cortisol over extended periods of time. Brain cells can die. This can lead to several health issues like dementia, depression, and anxiety. So, too much cortisol. Also weakens your immune system. So let's recap a smaller brain, weaker immune system, and in essence, higher risk of depression, anxiety, and brain health issues like dementia. I'd say these might be worth figuring out how to rewire your brain to notice the positives in life or at least not spend time complaining about the negatives all day. If this isn't enough, consider how complainers impact their relationships. Have you ever noticed in yourself or in others that when you start complaining, you don't do it in front of everybody? You're selective, you find a secretive place or close the door. We inherently feel shameful when we complain, especially if it's about someone else. If you're a person who is in tune with your moods or your feelings, you may even feel bad when you leave a conversation where you spend a ton of time discussing a whole list of complaints about other people or a situation without offering or considering a real solution. Have you also noticed that you don't find complainers smiling from ear to ear? Just watch their body language and their facial expressions. In tandem with complaining, you'll usually find low energy, negative energy, that is coupled with a general feeling of hopelessness, that inability to solve the problem. There is some research that shows people bond with others through complaining. This sounds fantastic. There is something to be said for the chat around the water cooler to bond over some legit complaints. But for that moment of two that you might feel empowered or validated, in the end, the research shows complaining leaves you and the person you're with left with unhealthy side effects. Let's go back to the brain conversation we had earlier it kills your brain cells. It's exhausting to listen to someone complain over and over again. If you have offered a solution and the complainer just keeps complaining, it's likely they just aren't looking for a solution. You can have a heart-to-heart with them and maybe you both could be better for it. Maybe they need to be validated or maybe they just need to be heard. Maybe they don't realize they are doing it. Whatever the case, understand that your impact on others when you spend extended periods of time complaining or if you're struggling connecting without communicating a complaint. Friends are meant to be a person to uplift us, share life with, and contribute back and forth during your relationship. Just be aware of what and how you're encouraging and engaging with your friends. The last thing you want to do is be part of the reason someone is stuck in negativity. Spend a few minutes jotting down some meaningful ways you like to bond with your friends and focus on those. Don't beat yourself up when you notice yourself or other people complaining. That's counterproductive. Just become more aware and intentional. Over time, you'll learn how to create a space that has less and less complaining in it. Here's the cold hard truth. We all complain from time to time. The weather is too hot or too cold. We're too busy or don't like a meal that we paid good money for. Maybe someone cuts us off while we're driving home from a hard day at work. But just notice, how does it make you feel to recount or complain about the event? You are repeating the event in your mind over and over each time you tell the story. You're reinforcing it. This means you're spending more and more time shrinking your brain. That's a thought for you. Consider, is it elevating your mood? Do you feel more energy or less energy? Could you recognize your own thoughts and interpretation of situations and change your thoughts about them just ever so slightly? Could you find a reason to appreciate the weather? Don't worry, when it's 108 for 10 days in a row, I find it very difficult to appreciate it, but I don't give it the power I used to give it. What about that person who cut you off on the way home? Could you just get curious about what they may be dealing with in life that you know nothing about? I remember vividly the day that I got my diagnosis of two cancers at one time. I was sitting in Home Depot parking lot and had to drive myself home. I couldn't reach my mom, I couldn't reach my husband and I was literally emotional and just traumatized by that phone call. My drive home was one of the worst drives Home I've ever had someone cut me off. I was shaking. I ended up in the park, parking my car, and just had to cry it out before I could drive the rest of the way home. You never know what someone else is going through. So, understand that curiosity has a much different feeling than being disgruntled or angry and feeling compelled to complain. So, as soon as you see yourself going down that road, stop yourself, question yourself. Here's a question you could use to retrain your brain for the usefulness of your complaint. Does your spouse, family member, or friend receive any value from hearing your complaint? In fact, does that complaint add any value to your own life? It certainly doesn't create more confidence, increase your health, or inspire you to positive action. If you are complaining in search of solutions, complain away but take the time to notice the difference. One of my favorite things to do when I'm feeling down and finding myself complaining over and over, I ask myself to come up with three to five things I'm thankful for. It always helps me. It switches my focus and my brain from what it's fixated on. Don't fret if you've been a chronic complainer or you hang out with one. There is solid research that shows you can rewire and repair your brain. There are a few things you can do to do just that. Number one, get good rest. Number two, exercise. Number three, eat nutritionally dense foods. Yes, that helps. Number four, learn a new skill that challenges your brain. Number five, put yourself in a new stimulating environment like a park or a restaurant or visit an art studio. I'll sum it up by saying this. Just think of your brain as a baby. You need to feed it and care for it so one day it can take care of itself. You want it to be confident, you want it to be healthy, and you want it to have lots of amazing relationships. I don't know about you, but I'm off to do my part in making the world a place with less complaining. Have a great one. Thank you for joining me today at the Crazy Confidence Coach Podcast. If you learned anything and enjoy the podcast, please, please. Please share with your friends and your family. Take a moment to click on the free dots, go to show and leave a review. I would greatly appreciate it. By leaving a review, you help people just like you find the Crazy Confidence Coach podcast. If you know you're ready for one-on-one coaching, go to thecrazyconfidencecoach.com, create a profile, and you can sign up immediately and schedule an appointment. I hope to see you next week. Love you big.